It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome to Postcast. The Utah Jazz can't hit anything to start, but the defense fights, fights, and fights, and with resiliency and some stick to the Jazz get a win in Brooklyn, and Donovan goes bananas late. We'll talk about it all coming up on Postcast. Life is complicated, especially right now. You're spending more time inside, unable to go to restaurants, and that means you're cooking dinner. But if you're like me, I hate cooking. Multiple trips to the grocery store, hours of monotonous meal prep just so you can scarf down your food in minutes. So when it's dinner time, I grab my phone, open up an app, and order something. But after convenience fees, delivery fees, and who knows whatever other fees, it ends up being close to $100 for two people. But then I met Freshly. Just put up your feet and relax while Freshly chefs and nutritionists do all the hard work. All you do is heat for three minutes and dinner's done. Imagine a better for you golden oven fried chicken, steak peppercorn with sauteed carrots and French green beans, and my personal favorite, buffalo chicken with loaded mashed cauliflower. It's got fewer carbs. That's just a few of the 30-plus health-conscious options to choose from. Freshly understands that food needs to be delicious, healthy, and simple, because let's be honest here, if it's not easy, I'm not going to do it, and if it doesn't taste good, I don't want to eat it. Freshly is offering our listeners $40 off, $40 off for their first two orders at Freshly.com slash LockedOnNBA. That's Freshly.com slash LockedOnNBA. Postcast tonight is brought to you by The Store, 6200 South, 20th East. Find out all the local flavors of The Store with a great cheese section as well as the great mudslide cookie. I finally got one for you. Let's get to that first. Do you think that's why they won tonight? Because you had a mudslide cookie on the plane. And thanks to your wife, I had a mudslide cookie, yes. And it was, why does she get credit? Well, because I know she thinks more about me than, than you do, David. Everyone thinks more about Wait a sec, you than me. You and Arden. Yeah, Arden. all right. Okay. Anyway, they don't care about that. They care about a Jazz win. The eighth road win of the year for the Utah Jazz. Don't tell anyone they should stay out on the road all the time. Oh, wait, that's what we've been doing. Um, so we've already done that all the time. Uh, one of the things Quinn Snyder said at the pregame show tonight was, okay, we're missing open looks, we're having a hard time shooting, but we've got to stay with it. we got to fight through it. we got to have that resiliency throughout the night. They really did that tonight. They didn't crack. Now, maybe Brooklyn wasn't offensively capable of making them crack, but what we've seen in a bunch of games this year is where they play great defense for six minutes without the offense, and then in the seventh minute, the offense still doesn't come, and they crack. And tonight, they did a pretty darn good job of fighting through that. Well, defense is always going to, down the stretch, make make big plays for you. I thought that did happen. Uh, I also totally agree with you as far as not just giving up. I mean, the, the shots that you were getting a week ago, two weeks ago, if you got them tonight, you have to continue to take those. So Jazz makes some pretty good shots. And then Donovan Mitchell coming back, you know, had to help. Healthy, a little healthier than he has been here in the last couple of weeks. Kind of a wild night before the game. Before the game starts, Alec Burks is called into the coach's office with Dennis Lindsay. Probably knows when Dennis Lindsay walks him in there what has just happened. He's been traded. It's a brief conversation. It's a thank you. We've traded you to Cleveland. And so he then goes and sees all the guys in the locker room and has told him. He talked to the locker room tonight. I can actually figure this out because I know what I was doing. Right about 6.05, 6.10. So an out, some of the guys had warmed up. A.B. had actually already warmed up for the game. Uh, what do you think that impact on the game was? Um, I think 
there, there's a little rumbling in the locker room. There's there's some words that are said to each other about you know uh, you know wondering what's going to happen next. Um, you know, am I going to be traded because you know we're not winning and you you automatically think things are going to happen uh, that something else is going to happen. And but on the bottom line is you still have to go out and play the basketball game. And so you you, you immediately start focusing in on the job that you have to do knowing that this is a business, and as I mentioned to you many, many times, very few players get a chance to spend their entire career, you know, one team. And Alec Burks has been here for 2011. This is 2018, so he's been here eight for years. about eight years, eight. yes. So the defense tonight was fabulous. They only allow two field goals in the fourth quarter. They have one of their best outings of the year. They hold Brooklyn to 35% shooting, 11 of 30 from three. What did you see defensively from this group? Well, you, you just see that Royce O'Neal, as you mentioned, he, he did pick things up and didn't really just have one heck of a third quarter. Uh, Royce, as you meant, as he mentioned to you on the post game, that he, he's a defensive player. He likes it. Uh, he, he really strides on trying to to stop his opponents. He did a pretty good job on Dinwiddie, who was hot there in the third period. But they kind of went cold. I mean, the perimeter defense of the Jazz picked up, and obviously they weren't going to get too much in the paint there with Rudy around. Um, and the Jazz started making shots. Man, you can uh, see that the Nets started to press a little bit, and they were taking some early shots that, that didn't fall. Ricky Rubio... You'll see the box score tonight. He went 0 for 9. I'm going to be interested to think. I think Quinn Snyder thinks Ricky Rubio is largely responsible for D'Angelo Russell's 6 of 25. They had a very specific game plan on him to make him go to his right hand. He did it a great deal of the night. And I think D'Angelo, and then with Gobert back, I think it really got him uncomfortable. And I think one of the reasons why Quinn stayed with Rubio tonight, a night where, frankly, I'm watching him thinking, how do you put him back out there? I think he was doing a lot more than you realize out of the box score. So defense was what you were looking at as far as what Rubio added to the team tonight. Well, because and Quinn's it, probably sending a message, right? definitely wasn't there. And Quinn's message to the guys has been, I don't care if you're not making shots, keep defending. So here he's got a point guard who's not making shots who keeps defending, and he keeps him in the game. Well, and, and then he solved some of those turnovers that he had early in the ball game there as well. So uh, you're, you're absolutely right. Uh, if he continues to – does he lose – Rubio to the point where he eats it, and Rubio's his confidence continues to go further down into the into the tank. Number so it was a great move there by but coming back with him and Number letting him finish the ball game. Two stars of the night tonight. Royce O'Neal was really a star. Hit three threes and defended great. I don't Number want to miss 12, that. But the real Rudy Gobert was so great in the first half. He kept the Jazz in the game single-handedly. Yeah, rebounding and and, and scoring. Uh, his Number first, I think it was like nine. First nine points came and through, 14, and four of those were dunks. So he got the Jazz off to a pretty good start in that first quarter, even though it was a very low-scoring quarter. Rudy was the one that, you know, kept the Jazz from going in the tank, I guess. And, so and Donovan Mitchell got a few days off, got rested, looked great down the stretch, took the whole of the game, 29 points, I think 12 of them in the fourth quarter. This was Donovan. If you look at Donovan before the hamstring tweak, he's had a great year. He just wasn't very good after the hamstring tweak and the ankle injury. Maybe shutting him down for two days to get him healthy was important. Well, yeah, you, you, you know what it's like when you're injured. You know, if, if you're scared, and you're hurt. Your leg hurts some kind of way. You start doing things Number a little bit different. You start favoring one side or the other, and it, and it really affects your play. I mean, it's the same in basketball, and probably more so in basketball because of the the, the contact. Supposed to be a non-contact sport, but it's it's not. You get banged up, and then 
it hurts when you shoot. I mean, just so many things bothering him that you just could not play his game. You can't elevate there as well. So, uh, healthy Donovan Mitchell obviously has showed tonight. He was 12 for 24 from field. Ended up spending 36 minutes on the floor. You know, that's uh, he's been averaged about 34 minutes uh, for the year. We'll head to Charlotte looking for road win number nine. Can you imagine we got road win number 10 before Christmas? Hopefully. We'll get that. It's Jazz win it tonight in Brooklyn. Have a good one. Hi, guys. This is Josh Lloyd, host of the Locked On Fantasy Basketball podcast. The NBA is back, so that means that fantasy basketball is back in one form or another. We've got daily fantasy, but there's also some fantasy leagues with the resumption of play with these eight regular season games in Orlando, and Locked On Fantasy Basketball is going to have you covered. It's not just for fantasy basketball, though, because we recap all of the games across the NBA, so if you're looking for a broad overview of the action across the league every day, Locked On Fantasy Basketball is the podcast for you.